0: Hey everyone, welcome to unrefined women. I'm your co host Agnes. I'm Margaret and we're here today because we want to unpack everything that we've been through. We want to talk about spirituality, religious trauma, feminism, family dynamics and all that good stuff. We're just here today to kind of bring all this out and share a little bit of what we go through so you guys can potentially relate.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. This is our first episode we're launching. So, thank you for everyone tuning in. This has been a lot of work for us. And as Agnes said, we're just really excited to share our lived experiences, to connect with our audience, to learn alongside everybody else. And so, we decided that the first topic we wanted to really unpack is spiritual awakenings. So, that's what we're going to be diving into today. And some of the things we're going to be talking about are going to be what are spiritual awakenings? How do they affect people's lives and really how have they affected our own lives? What are some of the myths around what a spiritual awakening is actually like for most people? And then finally, what is trendy spirituality and how has social media both supported but also confused many people on the topic of spirituality?
0: I'm going to go ahead and listen to our trailer episode where we kind of break down more about what we're going to talk about. Thank you for being here.
1: Hey hey how are you
0: I'm great I'm so excited today's the first episode I
1: know welcome everybody it's our first one.
0: yes, we have been looking forward to this for
1: so long. How are you Margaret? I'm doing good. I had a great workout today um it's you know it, it's a lighter day for me um, as far as my workload so life is good. how about you
0: uh great I worked out too I went to the dentist
1: and here we are. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna jump right into it, everybody. We are going to first start off talking about the definition of spiritual awakening. So the reason why I like to give definitions is because I find often this happens a lot in lo- online, but also just in conversations between people. We often do not understand people's definitions of words, and it can just cause a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of unnecessary fighting um, over things simply because we don't understand. So. First, I want to start with just an objective definition that I found online. This one's from Urban Dictionary, I thought they actually did a pretty good job. So their definition of a spiritual awakening is, spiritual awakening refers to a shift in consciousness, an apperception of reality which has been previously unrecognized. The culmination of such realizations is in the recognition of oneness with all existence. So I thought that one was pretty good. I also just to have a second source, this woman is from yourdictionary.com and it says a realization or inspiration about the connection with an entity or entities beyond the immediate and physical world of God or other intangible sacred spirits. So that's what we got. So Agnes, what is your definition of a spiritual awakening? Because I think that we all have our own definitions as well.
0: For sure. I mean, it took me a while to come up with this, but um, I think a spiritual awakening is an individual subtle shift of perspective regarding the existence of the universe, the function of humankind, and the well-being of one's
1: soul. Ooh, I love how you said subtle shift because sometimes it is very subtle. Sometimes it's not this huge aha moment in life. Sometimes it is very slow in unfolding so beautiful. Yeah, for sure. What's your definition? So I feel like my definition of a spiritual awakening at this point in my life is the first intuitive knowing that something deep within each of us is timeless and connected with everything and everyone who has, is now, and will ever exist. The experiential understanding that we are spirit, spiritual beings which are consciousness itself, apart from but integrated with our human body and mind. I love that.
0: To the T. <laughs> <Aww>,
1: thank you. <laughs> so now so. That we've kind of got that sort of covered, where we're coming from, I think that we can start digging into um, just our own stories of where, uh, where we come from and how we had our own spiritual awakenings and what that was like. So Agnes, why don't you kick us yeah. off here? Oh, well, I mean, hmm, long story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? I mean, well, obviously we'll dig into this more. Like you and I are both from a very like strict religious background. Um, so, yeah, growing up with that, I have always felt like very connected to God, very connected to an, like a higher energy. Um, my issue was that I never really conformed to organized religion. I always struggled with it. Um, so, yeah, like my um, kind of just we'll get into backstories another time. But yeah, like about, I spent like two years, I lived in Illinois. I spent two years just feeling like super lost and confused about my kind of uh, how I felt about religion. So I kind of ignored the topic altogether, just kind of like not even going to think about religion or God or spirituality, none of that. Um, And then beginning of 2020, I kind of had a weird like sense, maybe I should start like researching this. Um, So yeah, I started researching stuff about spirituality, Um, but again, we go back to the word subtle. It didn't, it didn't click right away. It was a very long wave. Um, It took me up until the end of 2020 for me to really start taking things seriously. Um, I kind of went on like a weird, like deleted social media hit like cut off everybody was just gone like (laughs) I went AWOL and I really took my spirituality seriously I'm not saying you have to do this to be spiritual do not do what I did (laughs) um yeah and I mean I just like really kind of went into it and I changed so many things about myself my my diet my habits my routines my relationships all of it just kind of changed and I mean I just feel like I'm a completely different person since then so Yeah. And then, um, a few, we were going to talk about a few people that kind of inspired our spiritual, spiritual journeys. So I was thinking, um, the first person that inspired me for my spiritual journey was you, Margaret. (laughs) You have been my rock throughout everything when it comes to spirituality. Um, and then also Alea lovely from spiritual shit podcast. I don't think she would ever listen to me, but I love her and she's so funny. She just had a baby too. Um, and then Hitomi on YouTube and Instagram. I love her. She, I could just bawl my eyes out listening to what she has to say. So yeah, those are my guides in this realm. So, (laughs) and then Margaret, what's your story?
1: Well, first, before I jump into mine, I just wanted to say too, like I, I have as your older sister, I've watched you go through this amazing transformation, and I remember, Aww. I remember that time in your life when you were in Illinois, and it was just, um, it was hard. Like you were going through a lot already, just in your life, um, and in your environment, and on top of that, you were just trying to seek out something some higher power, something to connect with, um, which is a hard thing to do when you're really burdened down by, by different things going on in your environment. So, um, that's amazing. And I remember too, like you, you know, you took a, a world religion class that you were really excited about. I remember us talking on, on your way to that, to that (laughs) class. And I remember you just learning so much, um, and that just really starting to propel you through this awakening and, and connecting to yourself, connecting to your higher self, connecting to a higher power. So I've watched this unfolding and it's really been beautiful. So
0: oh thank you so much. I mean it's all it's
1: all thanks to you. so <laughs> oh goodness. everybody we're sisters. so just ignore us. We're gonna have a total love fest on this podcast. Yes, all the love <laughs> all the love. <laughs> so all right any- Margaret. Yeah, so Go my, spi- oh, gosh. <laughs> so my <laughs> spiritual awakening started about five years ago now. So guys, I'm like half a decade into this shit. Um, I, like Agnes, we were raised in a very strict religious family. Um, I, in my early 20s, started leaving religion. I was just very discouraged. I felt like no matter what I did, I was just always sinful. I was always bad. <laughs> and I just kind of gave up altogether. I just couldn't handle living with that constant crushing feeling of just, I am not enough. Uh, God is angry with me. I'm going to burn in hell for just being human and just doing human things. So I just left. And honestly, I was pretty much an atheist for quite a few years, Um so just to give some context here, I wasn't even looking for God. I wasn't looking for anything. This spiritual awakening kind of found me. Um, so in a sense, I really consider it a miracle. So honestly, it's it's hard to even pinpoint when and how it started unfolding. It was all the best way that I can describe this because it's indescribable. Was that just I just over the course of a few months, I just started to feel lighter. I guess like my body just felt lighter. I just could feel like my heart chakra and I didn't even know what that was at the time. But like my heart chakra just opening. I was feeling just love. I was feeling empathy for other people. I was just feeling connected to the earth, connected to myself, connected to something that I couldn't name, something that is outside of our, you know, physical 3D world Um, it just felt like everything was coming into color, almost as if I had lived my entire life only seeing black and white. And suddenly I was seeing color and I didn't even know what it was. So for me, it was just this really slow, subtle, as you said, Agnes, it's beautiful unfolding for me. Um, And keep in mind too, so this is back in 2016, you know, spiritual awakenings were a thing, but you know we're going to talk about this but it's it wasn't the big trendy mainstream thing that it is right now. So, I'm having all this stuff happen to me and I'm like I don't know what the f is wrong with me right now. <laughs> I mean, I feel good. I feel good, but I don't know what this is. Um so I thankfully had kind of mentioned it to a few people and thankfully those were the right people and I, you know, I just kind of got nudged in some directions that led me to finding some information you know, back at the beginning of my spiritual awakening, I found, you know, some teachers that were some, some teachers whose books were very uh, transformative for me. Um, Shanti is a teacher out in California. I love, um, all of his talks on YouTube. I read, um, his book, uh, The End of Your World. I mean, because literally I was like going through the end of my world here. <laughs> and of course, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Um, another spiritual teacher that has just been uh, such an inspiration to me. Her name is Sri Monty, also another teacher from out in California. But I just love her story. I love um, her connection to the divine feminine energy. So that's kind of been my experience. And um, here we are five years later. And I can definitely say that there are highs and lows to this journey. Um, You don't just... Um, at least in my experience, and I see this in a lot of other people, a spiritual awakening is not this sudden flash and some amazing vision and suddenly your life just alters, you know, in a, in an, a second and then nothing is the same again. Um, not that that can't happen for people, but I have found for myself and just most ordinary people in the world that it is this slow, beautiful unfolding and it's just the start of a journey that never actually ends. So that's yes. my story.
0: It's so beautiful. You were mentioning um, how your spiritual journey found you instead of you finding your spiritual journey, Mm -hmm. which is actually I feel like kind of opposite for me because um, kind of seeing how it is mainstream now. Um, I definitely would see people like you and it was just this constant like craving where I was like I want to be like you not in a sense like I want to copy you but I want to feel peace too. like I want to follow that and so I think with my journey as well like a lot of it was um, really seeing all of these other people and we'll go into this more um, just like kind of this and in- aspiring to be more spiritually in tune so it's really interesting how those two like kind of unfold I don't think either way like obviously neither is right or wrong but I think that's so beautiful that yours came to you I mean I didn't experience that like I definitely always knew what a spiritual awakening is I just kind of waited for it to kind of happen I don't know that's interesting
1: well, see, I think this right here is is a really cool segue into something that you and I have been very passionate about and wanting to speak about is, you know, this concept of trendy spirituality. Because again, we kind of came into this at different times. I came into or had my spiritual awakening and kind of started this journey before it was this mainstream thing. It wasn't all over social media. Um, most people didn't talk about it as openly as they do now. Um, where you've gone through your awakening in the last year and a half or so. So it's becoming more talked about, people are more comfortable talking about spirituality. So I think it's interesting kind of the different um, the different places that we've come from uh, entering into this realm. So... Um, let's dig into, into trendy spirituality a little bit. Agnes, you are, you yeah. know, you are, I'm a millennial and you're Gen, <laughs> you're Gen Z. So you are probably way more connected to technology than I am. And you're probably, uh, more aware of what's happening, uh, online and in a lot of these online communities. So, uh, trendy spirituality, um, take the ball on a run. What have you been seeing? What do, what do you think of when you think of that term?
0: Um, Yeah. So when I um, really, I think when I kind of got the ball rolling at the beginning of 2020, um, so obviously I, everyone's on TikTok. So I would get, (laughs) you know, get my algorithm kind of turned into more spiritual topics. um, And yes, so I don't want to sound like I'm completely dismissing everything that's online because a lot of things are super beneficial. And if it weren't for TikTok or Instagram or the people I found online, my spiritual journey could be significantly different. Mm. Um, So I did realize though, while I was kind of searching for answers or just different things on social media, I came across a lot of things that might've worked for one person, but I felt was kind of false. So for example, Um, when it came to spiritual awakenings, um, I would look it up. How do you know you're in a spiritual awakening? Like what is happening to me? Um, And so I would come across a lot of stuff and people would be like, there are seven steps to a spiritual awakening and here's how you know (laughs) which stage that you're in. And then they like break down these stages. Now I'm not doubting that that isn't a reality for a lot of people. I'm sure that it is that they look at this stage and they're like, holy shit, I went through all these stages. But it honestly kind of made me feel like uneasy. I was like, I don't really believe that this is really how it is. I think that every person is different and um, everyone goes through different experiences. And I think that kind of the issue with spirituality being so trendy is that a lot of the times people use it you and i were actually just discussing in this the other day um, use it as a distraction from the real things that are really happening inside of you and the world around you and spirituality can be such a powerful thing and can feel like it can feel like home at the end of the day just using doing your spiritual practices whatever that may be um, but at the end of the day, like people that I feel like and I'm going to call them out, like people on social media, they're like, I am at peace and nothing stresses me out because I do this, this, and this. It's like, girl, you need to sit down because I mean, I don't doubt that that's a reality for you. But I think that in a sense, trendy spirituality is promoting this perfect and beautiful and aesthetic lifestyle um, where I don't really believe that that's the reality. And I think we need to find the the beauty outside of that and the beauty and the an organization of a spiritual awakening
1: 100 so. percent, yeah because again um just going back to what you were saying like oh seven steps to a spiritual awakening um you know for some people that can feel really validating for some people it can give them a sense of Um, I'm changing. I'm evolving in in the right direction. But it also can be incredibly um, diminishing to someone that maybe isn't having those exact same steps. And it can feel discouraging, like, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Because the truth is, is that we all have Our own unique spiritual journey nobody's spiritual journey is going to be the same as somebody else's what's right for one person might not be right for another person so I think it is really important to kind of have that perspective is that yeah there's a lot of great information online and on social media there's a lot of great teachers out there but at the end of the day you have to go within the answers to everything are within us and nobody out, like, don't give your power away to somebody else that's going to tell you what your experience should be. So I I don't know. I think that's really profound. And I love that we're talking about this because I think that this is a, a pitfall that some people might fall into, you know, that giving away their power and thinking, well, I haven't completed step number four. So something's wrong.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mentioned this a little bit before, but how um, you and I are spiritual uh, stories and our journeys are very different. And, um, I think, I think in the past, maybe I might've like reflected on that and felt insecure, whether it was towards you or anyone else's spiritual journey, just kind of feeling like, Oh, well, my experience was different. So that must basically what I'm saying is like, at the end of the day, your experience isn't going to be any less important just because it's different from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like my experience was your experience, uh, spirituality found you. And for me, I kind of went and seeked out spirituality. And I think that we need to really um, not kind of demonize that and kind of bring into it's great that spirituality is such a world known thing. And now people are really falling into that because I firmly believe that in a more, a more spiritual community, we can achieve things that as a society, we've never been able to achieve before. Um, but yeah, like it's, (laughs) yeah, it's just really interesting. I mean, honestly, this is kind of just a message to people that feel insecure about their spiritual awakening story that like, you don't need to compare. And I know it's so easy. Oh, don't compare yourself. But like, really like do not look at someone else and think I need to do this in order to be spiritually enlightened because that is absolutely not the not the case and I think that we need to break away from that those stigmas and those myths too
1: (laughs) yeah and you know again I, I had touched on this too but again I think that um there is this this misconception as well that a spiritual awakening is this huge, profound event that it's going to happen in your life and, and forever alter its course and everything is now going to be uh, peaceful and joyful and beautiful. Um, it's I I just I find that for most people that that's not what happens and so it can be really easy to take a very um, a very pure and organic unfolding. Of a spiritual awakening and then compare that to someone that has had this huge crazy event and then go oh well you know i uh, clearly i haven't had a spiritual awakening clearly you know compared to this other person's experience i'm not having something real and authentic and that's not true again it's like all of us are on the path we're supposed to be we're having the spiritual awakening we're we're meant to have and it's not going to be the same as anybody else
0: yeah it's it's so true So, and it's interesting how like all of this, all of these ideas of spirituality really are integrated, um, not just in our personal lives, but also in businesses and um, just government and and economy, all of that. So, I kind of want you to take off on that about. Um, spirituality and capitalism, because that's going to be a huge topic in our podcast. So (laughs) go ahead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, is that spirituality now, not only do we see people on social media saying, well, here's what it is. Um, here's these steps, follow this plan, yada, 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 you know, and everything's going to work out great. And you're going to have this life of bliss and joy, (laughs) you know, there's that (laughs) happening. But on the other side, I'm seeing just, you know, capitalism is totally sweeping in here. Um, and taking full advantage of people's spiritual awakening. So I can, as an example, and and part of me can't complain about this because I I love this, I can go down to the TJ Maxx by my house, okay? They're selling sage down there, they're selling crystals down there, they're selling Buddha statues, they're selling shocker candles, okay? I love this shit, trust me, I have Buddha statues all over my house. I love this stuff. But, these are tools. We can use them, but that is not necessarily the key to you having your own spiritual awakening. is not not necessarily the key um, to your journey. They can be, again, tools and reminders, but the power is within you. You can't go buy spirituality. You can't go to TJ Maxx and buy it. Um, You can go to a retreat, sure, spiritual retreats. They can be very beautiful, profound experiences. You might feel some shifts. But again, all of that is already within you. You don't have to buy a spiritual awakening.
0: Yes, I was just thinking when you were mentioning TJ Maxx, I was like, the spiritual black market. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it is it is very significant because um, at the end of the day, I mean, there are so many material items that are kind of used in the spiritual community. And I am by no means not a victim to this. I have all the Buddha statues, all the incense, the candles, the, the crystals. I mean, I have it all, but it's... None of those items have given, had made made me any more spiritually enlightened than really, po- rather than really pulling into my soul and bringing that spirituality out myself. Because spirit, so we, I kind of have seen this around, but it's like, as humans, we are spiritual beings on a on this physical plane and we are not just physical beings experiencing something spiritual so yeah like it, it's really important for us to learn that we can have all these material items around us but it's really they're just they're just things and they're not going to make you feel any better at the end of the day so
1: yeah because they're n- they can't give you something that you don't already have within you for
0: sure yeah I, and it's such a it's such a complex topic I think that like you and I could just go on forever but yeah, like it's so important to just really like learn the number one step is learning that it's inside you. you've got it like you've got the answers you've got all of it. you just need to seek it so
1: yeah and too I think you had said something really interesting as well that um, that I'm just sitting with about, Uh, We're already spiritual beings because we are. That's actually a question I had asked a friend kind of just from this naive place. When I first started going through a spiritual awakening, I was like, well, what do I have to do to be more spiritual? (laughs) And she kind of just like took a deep breath. And she's like, there is nothing that you have to do to be more spiritual because you are already a spiritual being. And that was so profound. I remember that all the time. It's such a profound thing. There is nothing in the external world that's going to give you something that you don't already have within you. So I love that you talked about that. We are all spiritual beings.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think another thing too, is we need, you need to give yourself patience. I think that Nowadays, a lot of us aren't, are very impatient with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have access to essentially anything we ever want to know on our on our phones and through social media and the people around us. But a lot of the times when you have questions when it comes to spirituality, of course, like seek out your mentors and ask them. But sometimes you need to sit with it. And sometimes you need to be patient with yourself because I genuinely believe that our souls know everything we need to know. And you just, you just got to listen. I mean, you got to like tune into yourself and just really like hear yourself out. Cause like, you know, the answer, you just got to be patient.
1: Yeah, that is like, there is power in community. What I'm hearing from you is there's power in community. We need that community, but there's something really cool that Brene Brown said recently. Um, and it's that uh, Brene Brown said that she knows She's not in touch with her higher self. She knows she is not listening to her higher power when she starts seeking answers to questions outside of herself. That's a sign Mm -hmm. that she is disconnected and out of alignment with her higher power. I think that's huge. Absolutely huge.
0: For sure. Yeah, I think it's so important. Um, But yeah, it's almost like you have to find, like you have to weigh the two realities of community and learning and seeking out your educators and, um, all of that. Cause that's like so important. Like we're not saying whatsoever to, you know, not talk to other people, but yeah, you just got to find the balance of like trusting yourself, listening to yourself and seeking out answers from other people that may be more wise on the topic. All right, we're back from our show break guys. So, um, we wanted to make this kind of like a regular routine for our podcast. Um, so something I've learned along my spiritual journey is the power of gratitude. And, um, I think in order for us to really manifest things in our life, um, we have to first identify the things in our lives that we are truly grateful for, whether it's the color of the sky or the food that you ate today or any, like just the most random things. Um, so something I really like to do is, uh, Just to throw people off, (laughs) I like to ask them what they're grateful for. So, Margaret, a little question. So, what are you grateful for today?
1: Mm. You do love to throw this question at me and put me on the spot.
0: (laughs) I know. I feel, I don't even know what I'm going to say. So,
1: (laughs) okay. Well, so far, I feel really grateful that I got to go to the gym with my son today. He just turned eight recently. And at our gym, um, once you turn eight, you're allowed to go into the main exercise room. Like obviously you can't go in where all the weights and, and heavy things are. But um, so he gets to go work out with me and we have just a lot of fun together. So it's I'm very grateful that I got to go share my exercise routine with my son today. It was a great bonding experience.
0: I love that. That's that's so great that he's eight
1: now because before
0: it was a struggle,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: How about you, Agnes? What are you grateful for today?
0: Um. Well, Casey, okay, now you caught me off guard. <laughs> um. I mean, I think today I'm really grateful. Um. So uh, I went to the gym this morning and today's leg day. And if you know me, I hate doing (laughs) legs and any of that. I am way more of an upper body person. Um, So yeah, I had to go in. I needed to get legs done. I was so incredibly unmotivated. I did not want to get through it. But, and it was a slow process. I didn't like go crazy, but I got through it. And I think I'm grateful that I kind of prioritized my health. And, you know, a lot of the times, like when it comes to Uh, exercise. It's not about the physical, it's about the mental. And I'm just so grateful that I'm in a good mindset where I can feel healthy and be healthy. So yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm grateful for.
1: Awesome. I love it. So You know, again, we just took a couple minutes to reflect on what we're grateful for today, but we would love for you, the listeners, to also have that beautiful experience of reflecting on something that you're grateful for today. It could be something as simple as that first sip of tea that you had this morning or that first sip of coffee, anything, anything at all, just to get you in that moment where you're just tuned into your body and you're just feeling that gratitude. So we really believe in that power of just taking, you know, even one even one minute a day to just breathe and find the gratitude in the little things. So, wherever you are, if you're able to, go ahead and close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out and just reflect on something that you're grateful for today. We are so honored that you could join us in this discussion today and we hope that you have a beautiful week.
0: If you enjoyed today's Unrefined Woman podcast episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. To check out other episodes, please visit our website at unrefinedwoman.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To stay in the loop and receive access to additional content, please follow us on TikTok, username unrefinedwoman, and on Instagram at Podcasts. Special thanks to Walter Birdsong for the album cover, Margaret Rainey for our podcast music, Andrew Cioni for our gratitude prompt music, and Sean Butcher for editing and production. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.